0: broadcasting to several other galaxies and solar systems, but I am a little bit partial to this planet. I'm telling you, I got listeners all over the fucking globe now, okay? I got a global audience for some fucking reason. Um, I was really enjoying just having my closest loved ones listening to this shit. Not all my closest loved ones. I was, I was enjoying not having like, you know, I, 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 I like to still be able to swear and say fucking Whatever the fuck I want without having to censor myself. Um, I remember having this fucking dispute with this with this person at work. it was just like, as so I was saying, I use different voices for different people. And she's like, Yo, just be real, yo. Why don't you just be real? I'm like, Why don't you just be real? Stop talking like you're doing a character. Like, fuck. It's like you're you're a white Italian chick. Is that a white Italian accent you're doing? I, like, you're you're obviously doing a fucking voice yourself, so I don't know. I, I would like to think that you don't talk like that to everyone, but I know you do. No, I know. I don't know why I'm shitting on this person. She's actually pretty awesome. It was funny because um, we, were, we were buddies, and my buddy told her ahead of time, He's like, oh, I'm surprised Ron likes you. He usually hates people like you. And she's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> He's like, he just hates people that are like gangster thug people. I'm like, I go in, I hold it against people, Maybe it's because I wanted to be a gangster ass thug when I was young and I see like a, a part of myself that I hate. I don't know, maybe I just had a lot of horrible experiences with people trying to be gangsters or thugs. Whatever it is, it's like that is just the way I profile people. If I meet someone and they talk like that, I think they're fucked. But like I always say, when I profile people, I, if it's a negative profile, I want them to prove me wrong. I love when they prove me wrong. And if it's a positive profile, I love when they prove me right. So, anyway, I feel like I've explained that to fucking death. But I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to hate someone just because of some stupid shit. Like, that's a trivial fucking thing. It's like, they might irritate me when I first meet them. But if someone's an awesome person, it doesn't matter what the fuck they look like or sound like. They're, if they're a good person, that'll shine through, you know? Sound like a fucking hippie, dippy saying shit like that. But, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'll see past anything. As, and that's the thing. When you get to know anybody, you, you get to see. Like when you're looking at people and not knowing them, then you can think whatever the fuck about that group of fucking people. But as soon as you get to know them, you realize, oh fuck, you know. You start of realizing there's good and bad, of it to, with to everybody. But anyway, that's not. Uh, oh yeah, that is kind of what I'm talking about. I was saying that I use different voices for different people. It's not that I'm not being myself. It's just like I don't want to. I censor myself and you can see that as a bad thing or whatever, like if the, the the concept is really, um, it's really lost on a lot of people because they'll see it as like, oh, it says like, you know, I can't say this or that. It's like, you can say anything you want, but you're gonna upset some people by saying, like there's things you're gonna say that are gonna upset people. Everyone's upset by some shit and there's certain shit you don't talk about in front of some people because it's not worth upsetting them. And that's every group of people. That's not just one group of people or whatever. So for instance, it's like you can talk about drinking and partying and doing drugs and fucking going on all these crazy vendors. You can talk about that shit with your buddies. But you don't talk about that shit with your parents. Because if you're partying and talking about that shit... I mean, if you're really close to your parents, it's one thing. Or, like, you get a little bit older, you're a little bit more mature, whatever. But a lot of times, you wouldn't tell that shit to your parents or grandparents or whatever. And if you do, and that's, like, something you guys do, then that's all the power to you. Okay? So I, I can only speak from my own fucking... My own perspective. And... Um, Frankly, it's just like shit like that, I don't, you know, there's stuff you don't want people to know, because it might hurt their feelings. It's like uh, Jack Nicholson said, like,
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: Oh, fuck, that was terrible. Hold on.
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: Holy fuck. It's not as bad, but still not good. Ugh. What happened to my fucking, uh, that's what I should do, just a Jack Nicholson voice for the rest of my Even a terrible Jack Nicholson impression
1: for the rest of my life. Yo, just be real. Why you? ain't, why ain't you being real, y'all? Fuck. Anyway, what are you going to do? You know, I, I, I try to
0: be real. But the other thing is, is I like to do different voices. I like to speak at different volumes and different energies, you know? Like sometimes when I'm around people who are really loud and full of energy, I get more loud and full of energy. If I'm, if I'm in like a fucking hospital full of dying sick people, I'm not going to start screaming and yelling angrily at them. You know, you got to fucking, you got to set your tone to whatever the fuck is going on. At least I think so. I think you should be able to fucking modulate. I don't know. See, it's just people interpret things in different ways, right? She's just trying to say, like, I'm not being myself, like, I'm acting and being different. It's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm purposely admitting certain stuff. It's like, there's certain shit you don't talk to with kids because kids aren't old enough to understand shit. That's like, it's not like you're being phony or fake or you don't fucking, you know, you're trying not to be yourself. You're still yourself. You're just covering up certain fucking shit until they're old enough to understand. Or they can talk about it with someone else for fuck's sakes. I don't know. I don't, I, I, my my con, constant fucking uh, obsessive-compulsive need to constantly explain myself is... Uh, I, feel like I, I, I feel like not talking enough is not often a problem I fucking have. I'd say quite the opposite is the fucking case. I think it's absurd that someone would criticize me for not saying enough. <laughs> and I, I'm sure anyone that knows me would agree. But there are times in my life where I was incredibly shy, where I couldn't say a fucking word. And that still happens to me periodically, where I just have nothing to say. I don't know how to be around people. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to be sociable. And that it's so fucking bizarre, you know? It's something you, you, you think you either got it or you don't. But even if you do, it can just vanish at any moment. Like being social, being like, situ- in those sort of situations. I don't know. Fuck. But anyway... Um, yeah, as far, as far as the issue, again, I was thinking about like, the whole prudency thing. And being, like, really uncomfortable with sex in the human body. As much as I think that's whack, part of, like... Um, I don't know, see, I feel like it had the exact opposite effect that it would, uh, was intended. Uh, whether it comes to, like, sex or drugs, rock and roll, all that shit, um... That you're told is bad by, like, you know what I mean, oppressive fucking fascist groups or whatever, like, the fucking, um... Like, it's funny because, like, the, the you hear, like, all these right-wing guys talk about cancel culture as if it's something new and it's, like, it's existed forever and it's, like, it's the right typically that does the canceling, but then when the left starts crying, crocodile tears, it's, like, oh, fuck, these guys are trying to cancel everything. It's, like, yeah, but the right's been trying to cancel everything from the word go, like, every single fucking movie, music, fucking... Alcohol, drugs, fucking every single thing in life that's fun. It's like it's like when it comes to dieting or religion. It's like if it tastes good or if it's fun or it's it's bad for you. You know, if it makes you happy, it's bad. That's pretty much the general rule of thumb because nine times out of ten, that's the case. And a lot of times, even even if it's true, a lot of times it's just horse shit. Um, you always have to question why a group would try to make you feel bad for things that make you feel good. Like why do they want to make you feel bad? Because making you feel guilty and ashamed is a great way to control you, you know what I mean, to use that shit against people is a very, very powerful tool. Um, But yeah, anyway, we don't need to get into that whole thing. But yeah, today I was, we were driving, I was working and I I saw some girl with like this ridiculously short skirt and I could fully see her ass and I was like, you know, part of me is like, yeah, you know, a bit. But then, you know, I'm also a dad now. I'm like, young lady, what the fuck are you doing? Put on some fucking pants. What the fuck? But anyway, like I said, like you, you get, you know, growing up, like you know, all these fucking oppressive groups are trying to like fucking instill all this shit, and like you know, they're making a big comeback in the in the fucking U.S. I can't even believe this shit that's going on. And it doesn't matter where you stand on this shit. If you let a fucking a fascist theocracy fucking run your run your fucking world, it's it's never gonna work out. It never has, and it never will. It's okay when it's lining up with your fucking principles or you you bend a little here and there, but eventually they're just gonna they're gonna come for you You're, you're never you know what I mean? You know it, it goes the same the other side trying to cancel people or trying to say oh you can't say this you can't say that the thing is though it's like It's one thing when you're just trying not to upset or offend people and then That that's that's one thing but like when you're trying to tell people how to live like what they can do It's like it's so fucked up it's like it's such a fucking mess either way. Either, either fucking way you go. You just can't have oppressive fascist fucking groups on either side fucking dictating what you can and cannot do. And the thought that anybody is is entirely on one side or the other is so fucking absurd. Like, anyone can say whatever the fuck they want. You can put on a red or blue fucking shirt. You can say left, right, or fucking whatever. You pick your fucking favorite side. But you fucking are completely completely fucking independent on every single fucking decision there's zero percent of people would un- agree entirely on one side and disagree entirely with the other side unless they were completely fucked in their heads completely fucked because then you've come you've completely given up free will and you've said okay well i will never think again i'm just gonna fucking side with this one side even if 99 percent of your fucking views are met with one side there's zero percent chance that 90 90- 100 of the other side is wrong because there's so much fucking overlap. Like both are just groups that started start out trying to make life better for a fucking another group of or sorry, make like make the world a better place. One is by through progression and the one is through uh, you know, being old fashioned, staying the same. Um obviously, you know what I mean? It's just like one will always fucking One will always seem to prevail in each fucking situation but it's like we need progress um it's like the the only people that are committing to fucking no progress are like the people in the goddamn fucking jungles and shit wearing fucking loincloths and shook sh- fucking hurling spears at each other and it's like unless you're going to commit to that like knowing the the modern amenities that we fucking enjoy in a, in a fucking like first world country and like all this shit and then you go live in the fucking jungle or you go out into the fucking bush and live like a like a whatever like a fucking you can go live like a goddamn primate if you want and that's the ultimate version of fighting all this fucking progress all this new age new wave fucking thinking and if you want to commit that hard you can or you can you don't have to make that big of a leap you can go live with the fucking Amish and shit but again, it's like as much as there's good, they also have a fucking religious theocracy governing all the fucking people. And there's all kinds of horrible corruption that goes along with that. So you get the wholesome fucking whatever, but then you get all the horrible shit that goes along with it. So, you know, you every step forward is a step back as well. So it's all, it's all how you fucking look at it, right? You, you have to make your peace work wherever you're at you can either, or you can spend your entire life fighting and a lot of people that's their comfort zone to constantly be fighting even if the fight is imaginary even if all their all their fucking um, opponents are made of straw they they found comfort in that fight. you know some people find comfort in suffering or imaginary suffering cuz that's just what they've done like me i don't know i i'm not very good at being happy i uh, i find so much of my life being unhappy and being like you know all fired up about shit that for no fucking reason, and then I take a step back and realize, what the fuck are you doing? But it's just like, everything is fine. I'm just so worried about being stressed out like the world is going to end. It's like, even if the world is going to end, who gives a fuck? You're going to spend your last fucking moments stressing out about nonsense? That's why I think travel is uh, incredibly <clears throat> essential. Not that I do it very much, but... Or even just get out in the fucking woods. That's... that's uh, anytime I go anywhere, mostly just go hiking in the woods somewhere. Um, but just... It gives you some peace and tranquility you know just taking a break from shit um but also i think traveling is is essential just to uh get some perspective like once you're you're you, f- you have to physically see how <clears throat> how big the fucking world is i mean you could also just look out into space and try to get a perspective that way of how vast the universe is and how insignificant you and all your stupid little problems are but i find like um, the first time seeing an ocean was just like, holy fuck, look how big this fucking thing is. Um, you know what I mean? Like, think of how, like, think, look how far I just traveled and how many fucking people are in all these fucking cities and towns and, like, in, in all these different countries, all these different places. And I'm so fucking stressed out about this one stupid fucking job or whatever the fuck is going on in my life. When it's really, I mean, even if it means the world to me, it's still just like, it's not worth being that fucking stressed out. But then, the other side of that, I always like to look on both sides of the coin, is, is, I mean, to live without stress, to not worry or care about anything, to not truly be passionate about things, is is what it could lead to, just being, like, just drifting through life like a lump of shit, you know, just fucking all accidental, like, like, on a breeze. Um, is that worth living, though? Like, is it, like, to not feel anything? Like, to not feel any of those extreme happy, sad, mad, fucking glad, whatever, like, just... To not feel that shit. It's not really like, isn't that what it means to be human? I, that, that's not a rhetorical question. I want you guys to email the. end. Oh, I forgot. I, I forgot to do the polls. I um, i haven't even been checking them. So, fuck. I got to check the emails. And, uh, fuck, I was in a wine shop this morning and they asked me for my email. I gave them to the askpigron at gmail.com. It's like, finally, someone will get some more emails from the wine shop. I don't even like wine, I just really like the people there. Actually, the one guy in there was a recovered alcoholic. I thought that was fucking hilarious. And um, to just be... I don't know if you guys ever watched Rescue Me, but was one of his cousins... Actually, I think all of his cousins, including him, are raging alcoholics. Which is very offensive to the Irish people. If they were sober enough to to catch on to getting offended to things. Um, Anyway... But they're all fighting the alcoholism and shit, and um, they, they start doing their own AA meetings. It's pretty funny. Um, but the the one guy will go to the bar and just order a drink and just stare at it, just to, like, know that he's, like, conquered his fucking his, uh, addiction or whatever. <laughs> like, it's this thing that he does. It's fucked up. But anyway, I felt like I was like this guy, a uh, recovered alcoholic working at a wine shop, and it's just like, man, that's just too much temptation. But... I also look at it the other way, where um, I always like think about that thing in Oscar in in, uh, Schindler's List, where he's like the great, the greatest power is having the power to do the shit and then not doing it. You know, like to, to, however he words it's a lot more eloquent than what I'm saying. But to be able to, in his context, is to be able to kill people and then to to not do it. Like to have that power and then not do it is, is one of the greatest like powers there is, and it's a great point. I think he's mostly just saying that so the fucking psycho uh, Ralph Fiennes, whatever the fuck he's saying, uh, whatever his name is, is pronounced, uh, he's an amazing actor. Uh, but I think he's just trying to convince him to stop fucking killing people for no reason, maybe. But regardless, it's a great point. To have the ability to do something every single day and not do it. And that's what alcoholism is, one of those things. Where you can easily do it every single fucking day. And every day you got, it's in your face, everyone else is doing it, or it's all around you, and every day you don't do it, and at first it's a fucking nightmare when you're addicted, or you just really, really want it, but then after a while, you realize, or you just, you don't even realize, after a while, you, one day you're just like, holy fuck, it's been like months, it's been a year, I haven't had a drink, I didn't even think about it, same thing with cigarettes, same thing with coffee, same thing with fucking, uh, you know, it's a little different with, illegal drugs because then there's like a stigma around it you could still do them every single fucking day that's no problem it's easy enough to get them it's easy enough to do them but um now there's all the the fucking like prescription drugs and shit like that and it's like fucking so it's so easy to just do fucking drugs all the time to be fucked up your entire life legally but that's what I mean it's like it's, it's in front of you every single day and every single day you can make a choice or eventually not even think about it but every single day you know it, you could make things so much fucking worse in your life I don't know it's fun to think about there's tons of people that do fucking drugs and drink their entire lives and function you know I definitely know that you can function but I, the way I say it is like if you can do your whole life piss loaded what are you doing with your life? Like, you need to you need to fucking make your life more challenging. That's what it is. If you can't face reality sober, you need to fix your fucking reality. You know, it's like, I remember when I was in the, the fucking rehab, it was a really, a turning point in my life where it was like, I don't wanna quit drinking. I never do, I never will. Um, I don't wanna be one of these fucking 12-steppers that can't even have a drop of alcohol for the rest of my life. I just want alcohol to be this fun fucking thing that it used to be. I don't want it to be this desperate escape from reality. And, you know, alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be video games. It could be fucking gambling. It can be sports. It could be fucking so many things that they can start out as a fun thing. um, And then they become this desperate escape from reality that just completely becomes your reality. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't don't never tell anyone, don't do this shit. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Obviously. But, um just respect everything as a fucking for what it is and like you don't have to fucking tell shit to nobody Yeah, I, I feel like I could have I done better in that sense you don't have to say anything to anyone about what you're doing or what you're not doing it's a conversation you only have to have with yourself you have to t- take a step back and take stock hey is this hurting me is it fucking making my life better or worse you know because that's another thing if you're addicted to something man you can fucking you should be surprised how brilliant you can get the dumbest fucking person in the world, but if they're like a fucking junkie or an addict or whatever They will come up with the most fucking elaborate goddamn shit in the world They get so energetic and creative In, in ways of, of getting to do their whatever the fuck they're trying to do Like the lies they'll come up with, the intricate web of lies And the fucking, like, it, it's insane And it's like if you just applied that time and energy to something productive or worthwhile Like it would be amazing But It's, a, you know, it's all the motivation, right? That's why I used to always just give, um, I, I don't know, I, I still find cartons of cigarettes in my house, even though um, I haven't smoked in a long, long time. I, I would give uh, homeless people cigarettes, or if I had them drugs, I'd give them whatever. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I won't give money to homeless people because they'll drink or buy smokes or drugs. And it's like, I would give them drugs, booze, or fucking smokes, so then maybe they could spend their money on food. Because I know for a fact, especially a homeless person, you got nothing to live for. You'd rather have a fucking cigarette, drugs, booze, or fucking whatever. If if anyone needed or needed a fucking drink or drugs, it's someone who's fucking homeless. It's like if you slept outside in the fucking winter, you'd really want to fucking be not sober. Or if you had nowhere to fucking live or you were starving, you'd rather fucking occupy your mind with some fucking... Some, some sort of substance than fucking you know, and it's like, who the, I don't know. So for me, it's just like, I'd always just be like, here, have some fucking smokes, have some fucking whatever. And they'd just be so happy. Cause it's like, now they don't have to waste their money on that shit and they, maybe they get some fucking food. And it's like, uh, also it's like, fuck off with the judgment, like shit. Like I always said, like, I I used to sit down with homeless people and drink with them. And it was more, it was less to know that than for them to know that they're equal to me is for, to let me know that I'm equal with them. Cause I could just so easily be one of these guys, like I could just blink one day and be these guys, like I woke up on the sidewalk or on the fucking, on the a, on a lawn somewhere and I had no idea where I was or how long I'd been there, like it could happen to any of us, so quickly and so easily, like we want to believe that there's light years between us and these fucking people, but it's like they're just people like you and me, Some of the, a lot of them are mentally ill, but again it's just like... The difference between them and a lot of people is just like a job or just like a fucking paycheck away Or you know what I mean? Like just missing their medication one a, a couple of times or something, you know I remember the one guy I just gave him a fucking vial of pills There are these I don't know super painkillers. They gave me after a surgery or something I, I didn't I don't know. I just ripped off the fucking label. I'm like here you go, buddy I don't want these things and he was so happy. He didn't even know what they were they could have been vitamins. They could have been anything. He's just so happy. He's like, "Oh, thanks, man!" I was like, "Fuck, we have a good time." <laughs> oh, shit. Whatever. Anyway, um, fuck. I had so much more to say. I always feel like I talk about the same stuff too much. Anyway, you guys have my email. You gotta. You can fucking let me know if you want to hear about any specific subjects. Actually, you probably did. I gotta check them. I've been getting more and more of these things. So I love you all, be well, and if you did email them, thank you, if you didn't, go fuck yourself, I hate you, and uh, I hope you die, like, soon, and terribly, and I hope you suffer, and your family's there to witness it, that's, uh, that's what I hope, I'm just- <laughs>
1: God bless you all, be well. Alright, let's get right down to business here, you know, he's Big Roller a fucking champ, who else would it be on Big Roller a champ's fucking podcast? The first thing I'd like to say is they put these extra lanes in the road, right? You got your regular driving lanes, then you got the ones to make a right-hand turn or a left-hand turn. And that's their only purpose. Well, one is to make the fucking turn. But the reason it's in its own fucking lane well, so not, is not to fucking impede other traffic. Now, when folks don't get in the fucking lane, you're repeated, and it's it's quite maddening, it's it's quite troubling. But anyway, I feel bad complaining. It's not so bad driving out here, out in the country. It's actually very nice and soothing for the most part. Just green fields, horses and cattle and all that. You can see all sorts of bits and bobs. Not sure what a fuck a bit or a bob is, but I, like, I sure do like saying it. And I'm sure you like hearing it. Now on that note, I'd like to ask you guys something I've been pondering myself. Myself, sorry, I mispronounced that. Is, uh, have you ever grown up saying certain things you hear maybe from your parents or whomever, and you thought they it was normal, and then you find out as you get a little bit older that no one else says this shit, and you're like, what the fuck? What have I been saying? Well, I've been saying all these weird sayings. That I was always normal. All right, I'm giving up this fucking accent, man. Fucking piss off.
0: <sighs> no, uh, like, there, there's so many old, like, expressions my mom uses from, like, the 1800s that I thought everyone said. One of them is referring to, uh, fights as fisty cuffs, pugilism, if you will. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck says that? Um, another one of the expressions she used to use a lot was, uh, I got more of blank than Carter's Got Pills. Like, whatever it is, you know, I got like... Or another one is, uh, I got more things than you could shake a stick at. You know, whatever the thing is you have an abundance of. And it's like, first of all, why would you shake a stick at any of the things, regardless of the amount? Second of all, at what point does the amount get so abundant that it's like, I want to shake my stick at this thing, and now you're just like, shit, can't do it. I can't do it. I find it very comedic to uh, you know, break things down like this, um, where they don't seem to make any sense. Now, the thing is, you could probably just look it up. Um, I like to learn the derivation of things, but I also like not knowing, because not knowing is a lot more amusing to me, right? Because then I can just be like, this is stupid, it doesn't make sense, all right? And one thing I find with humor is the more you explain it,
1: the fucking funnier it gets, <laughs> and who doesn't enjoy a hearty chuckle?
0: <laughs> you know what I like to do when I uh, when I pass by cops? I like to be like, "Is it a
1: crime to be
0: cool?" <laughs> That's obviously a reference to uh, Kenny versus Spenny. They're having the cool competition. Who's the coolest? And um, he's just. <laughs> It's so fucking good. Spenny, like, that could be its own show. Just Spenny trying to be cool it is so fucking funny. I fucking love it. Spenny's just like this fucking alien from outer space that just arrived on Earth and is just like trying to learn how humans work. And he just doesn't quite get it. Actually, that guy they brought on to fucking judge the competition is a fucking absolute knob. Whatever his name is. I love how the guy's absolutely nobody. At the time, he's still barely anybody, but like, he's an absolute fucking knob, and he acts like he's like too cool to do the competition. Like, why the fuck did I even come down here? You know, like what a waste of my time. And it's like, buddy, you're fucking nobody. Like this show is awesome. It might not be the biggest fucking show ever, but it's absolutely awesome. And you fucking suck. What the fuck have you ever done other than just be obnoxious, desperately trying to get attention? That was like that, and it also it reminded me uh, that. Um, when I when saw the Tiger King thing. Whoever the fuck they brought on for like that last whatever it was like to like interview the people like after the fact or whatever. I don't know who the fuck that guy is like before or after what this person's ever done or fucking whatever. What they might be famous for or. But like the, the person acted like they were so fucking cool. Like just way too cool to be wasting their time with that stupid shit. It was so like rude and obnoxious to these people. Like, I mean, mostly people are fucked anyway, but like, okay, this is the biggest fucking show that ever hit the fucking airways of all time because of the fucking pandemic. And it's, it's fascinating stuff. Who doesn't like to sit there and fucking look at someone who's doing worse than them? And if you're doing worse than the people on Tiger King, oh my God, fucking help you. At that point, though, you don't know how fucked you are. You know, when you're that fucked. We all, we've all met people who are, like, completely beyond any redemption. They're just so fucked. But anyway, it's good to feel, like, superior for a while. Just like, oh, wow. Well, you know, or, or it could be so much fucking worse if, um, you know, I could be this fucking guy. That would be a fucking absolute nightmare way to live. Um, anyway. So it's like, or it's like, if you think you have like a bad moral standing, or you're not, you know, you know, not being a good person, you can kick back and be like, oh, I'm a fucking great person, <laughs> like, comparatively speaking. You're scraping the fucking bottom of the barrel, but uh, yeah, you know, you should, you should have a nice blend in your life, you know, where where you have people that make you feel better about yourself, but people that also not make you feel worse, but make you want to do better, necess- like, kinda. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I should try to be better. Like this person, people who inspire you. You need, you need uh, a nice blend of that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, some people are doing really fucking terribly. And uh, for example, most people in Africa seem to be doing very terribly. If I can, uh, what I know, my, my vast knowledge of the continent, based on like the few things I've seen on uh, on the TV. <laughs> But anyway, I remember I was talking to my old uh, African partner there. And I'm like, yo, man, what's with all the starving kids and shit in the infomercials? Like, you know, they fucking got to walk uh, 10 miles a day. Takes some three hours to get to some water. <laughs> He's just like,
1: yo, why the fuck am I going to feel bad for these guys? They're fucking stupid. They build a fucking, they build a civilization three hours from the water. Why don't you move closer to the water and then you have it? you got this little kid with a bucket on his head. he got to walk for three days to get to the water. Why, why the fuck are you living in the desert? There's no water in the desert.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is he thinks we say water stupid, and we probably do. He's like,
1: water. the?" <laughs>
0: I love that fucking language. I don't really speak it, but I love it. Um, the uh, I don't know, like the fucking tweet, patois, fucking whatever the fuck it is in Ghana. Um, I don't know. The thing is, I I learned a lot of it, but then anytime I speak, they laugh at me. So I don't know if I what I'm actually saying, or if they're just laughing because I, I sound like a fucking idiot, um, or it's a combination. I was <laughs> like, this girl taught me how to say I'm cool in Serbian, and there's a lot of tons of Serbians in fucking. Uh, the Etobicoke area, and I—I I was saying this to these guys. and They just looked to be funny. Apparently, I was saying I'm gay. <laughs> I didn't have Google fucking translate back then, in the '90s. Okay, don't break my fucking balls. <laughs> ah shit! What are you gonna do? I—you know what? I'm glad they just looked to be funny. You know, I could have been—I could have gone a lot worse or a lot fucking better. I don't know, depending on how you look at it. <laughs>
1: I had uh, my first meeting with my new psychiatrist today. Got to do the psychotherapy because I'm psycho and I need therapy.
0: Um, actually, then I had to go to another doctor because there's something wrong with my baby. That's very nerve wracking. Me, I don't really give a shit. It's like it's like going to a mechanic with a truck. You're just like, I don't really give a fuck. Do the bare minimum. That's that's how I've been treating myself for so long. You know, that's that's a whole fucking thing. But actually. I'm uh, taking steps to get better. So I got so many fucking appointments with all these doctors coming up. Actually, today I'm going to the massage therapist because my back and my shoulders are all fucked. So uh, just fucking get in there and like they need you like a fucking, um, not need, like N-E-E-D, uh, K-N-E-A-D. Come on, guys. You should have uh, subtitles. And um, and they, they need you like a fucking pizza dough. They throw you up in the air, spin you around, they fucking get in there and just rip you apart, put you back together. It's nice. There's soothing music going on while that's, uh, while that's happening, which is nice. Uh, some essential oils going on. No, I don't know. I, for me, it really fucking helps. Um, I'm always in fucking physical agony and mental anguish. So to address both of those things in the same day is, uh, is this huge growth for me. I also have a huge growth Um Got to get that looked at. Um. Anyway, the, uh, the, the therapist or whatever said, uh, well, her, she had a really good analogy. And, and, and she just met me. She doesn't even know how much I love analogies. Um. She was saying that, like, to co- constantly avoid and ignore your feelings and not deal with them is like getting packages from Amazon. Um. Or packages from wherever. But, you know, it's nice to have a, she, she's sponsored by Amazon. I'm just sure." <laughs> um the oh that's another form of avoidance too i uh is using humor to mask uh dea- or to avoid dealing with feelings and uh it's just, or i don't know it, it, it's complicated but anyway um if by not dealing with feelings you just have all these fucking uh packages piling up that you're not dealing with and i was like that's funny cuz um i'm like i it's a good analogy and i really do like that form of uh of understanding things is I, I use my, I, I told her my analogy of uh, the warehouse. I'm like, it's full of my thought. My head is full of most of what I need. Like so many thoughts, so many memories. And, and it's such a mess that all I can get at is like a few things at the front. And there's so much shit I can't get to because everything's such a freaking mess. But then I actually, I was like, on that note, that's just a metaphor. But I do find working in a warehouse and sorting all that stuff out to be so comforting, so rewarding. Actually, I'm on my way to my warehouse right now to work on a bunch of things, like that, and that'll make me feel so much better. Um, so I'm like, yeah, we can get inside my head, the warehouse in there, and and start sorting things out and getting it cleaned up. That would make me feel a lot better. And then she started talking about feelings, and I'm like, I'm like,
1: like, oh no, not with
0: the feelings. Oh great, here comes a Prozac. And um, anyway, I'm like, is of rich? Is everybody in my life bananas or what? I'm trying to do a Tony Soprano. It's like. I'm paying fucking, I don't even know how much money an hour. <laughs> I, I had to forego all the voices and express, uh, impressions for the time being. And uh, it was very difficult because like I just, my fucking brain is going, going, going. And I just want to, you know, say so much. I had to cut the shit, uh, my, my session short to go to the, this other appointment for my baby. Fucking baby, damn it. Stop being such a baby, you little baby. What's your excuse? You're a baby. <laughs> Weak. I'm just joking. I love my little baby. Don't get me started. I'll just go on and on. I'm telling you, that's one thing. Uh, you have a little girl, it turns you into a fucking bubbling crockpot of fucking feelings and whatever. Yeah. But anyway, it's. I'm still. I'm still. Uh, you know, struggling to deal with stuff. So uh, anyway, she was telling me to try to stop ignoring my feelings and. Uh, get more in touch with her, something. I don't know. She was telling me to like acknowledge him, and then like try to think of how I feel physically in that moment. It's like I, I physically and mentally I ignore stuff. But actually, one thing I haven't been doing as much lately, I've been trying to repress, is like when like really bad fucking things hit my brain, I just start like yelling. I'm just like ah
1: ah ah
0: like <laughs> it's fucking it's fucked. And then when I'm around people and I try to repress it so I'm not upsetting people, because you just start randomly screaming, it it, it, it um, throws some people off. Some people, they know me long enough, they don't even, they're just used to it. <laughs> ah, fuck. But, but, I mean, that's not normal. You don't want people to get used to that. You don't want to be a fucking mess. You know what actually was I found so comforting? One of my personal heroes is Bill Burr, because he's just so good at ranting. I don't agree with everything the guy does. I love when people, like, you you say you like someone, and then people are like, well, he fucking said this, he said that. It's like, I don't have to agree with every single thing one fucking person says. And that, that, going back, I don't want to get into this again, but going back to the whole fucking blue or red, left or right, conservative or liberal, uh, Republican, Democrat, whatever the fuck we want to be split into these two fucking groups, you could never fully agree with one fucking person. Never. Not even one single fucking person could you say I agree with every single person this person ever says or think. Not even one person. So how the fuck do you think you could have like an entire half the population, everybody's agreeing on one fucking thing? It, or, or sorry, on, on all the fucking things. You might agree on certain fucking things, but it's just like, it, it's absolutely absurd. So anyway, I can't stand... Um, people are like, oh, you like Bill Well, he's like, or you, you say that about anything, oh, I like this guy, I like that guy, well, well, you can't like him because of this fucking reason, or this guy, you have to like him because of this fucking reason, it's like, you can fucking like or dislike any fucking body, anyway, I don't feel like, I. I or sorry, I do feel like constantly, uh, uh, it's, it's a compulsive thing where I gotta explain myself and defend certain shit, um, like, But anyway, one thing I love that Bill Burr said was he was uh, one of the first, maybe the only person I've ever heard that says, because he's got crazy anxiety, obviously, and uh, his his head's a fucking mess, but he says sometimes things upset him so much he has to, like, yell the thought out of his head, just go like, ah, ah, (laughs) until the thought is gone. And, like, as fucked up as that is, that's the only way I could ever fucking explain it. It's just so comforting to know that someone else is going through the same shit as you. Like, you're not the only person on earth. It makes you feel less fucked. And you don't want to take joy in it, because then it's like, well, you don't want other people to be fucked. But it's like, it's like when Ricky's like, ah, oh, Julian, like, fuck, thank God you went to jail. Obviously, he doesn't want bad things for his buddy, but he's just like, I couldn't do this alone, you know? And we all all get to have those buddies in our life, you know? That, that It's just like, even if you're going through some shit, at least you always have someone that will go through that shit with you, you know? So anyway, me, I got the voices in my head. No, I've had some, I wouldn't, I've, I've had so many uh, real life people. Um... That, that have helped me along the way. Nobody gets their shit alone, that's for damn sure. But anyway, it does feel like that sometimes. But that that's an illusion right there, that you're alone. I promise you, you're not alone. Anyway. Anyway, I'll keep you guys posted on this uh, whole therapy thing. I'm, uh, I encourage everybody to do this shit. Uh, you can do it from the comfort of anywhere. I do it in the car because uh, that's where I'm most comfortable, the car, the truck, wherever. Um, and then you can just do it virtually, like a Skype session or whatever, Zoom, fucking whatever the hell. And uh, I don't know, I'm covered up to a certain amount of sessions, so I'm like, uh, oh, I gotta fucking use this shit. I hate insurance companies, I, I'll use this shit I don't even fucking need. This shit I desperately need, but um, anyway, I'll keep you guys posted. I don't know, am I violating fucking patient, fucking doctor confidentiality? I'm outing myself. I don't fucking know. Anyway, I love you guys and um uh, Yeah, take care.
1: Bonjour mon ami Comment ça va? C'est très bien, n'est-ce pas? Je me belle Grand mon ami.
0: That's how you say uh big Ron en français. That's my terrible, terrible French accent. Please forgive me. I, uh, I never really learned the language. I uh, remember learning uh, in, as a kid, but uh, never never enough to get fluent. I, I have French family. I just, uh, I don't know. I really wish I would've learned that language. Uh, it would be very helpful. Especially once you start going east, it's like freaking everybody speaks French out there. It's a beautiful thing. I don't know. I started speaking Spanish to my daughter. Hopefully, she uh, she picks up on it a little better than I do. I don't really speak it, <laughs> but maybe we can learn together. I'm gonna try to see if I can teach her as many languages as possible, or you know, I'll I'll learn I'll learn at the same time, or at least I'll try. You know, a language I really enjoy. I never learned much is uh, like Hebrew. Um, some really cool fucking words, like. Um, Schmuck, that's a good one. It's satisfying to say, yeah, schmuck. It's so satisfying. Or like a schmeckle. Just give me a schmeckle. Give me a schmutz. Or wait, no, it's something different. Got some schmutz there. <laughs> Everything's a schmuck. I like that. My favorite uh, like Jewish name is Shlomo. That's such a such a cool name. Or Ruben, that's a good one too. Ruben, will you say something? I love that in the beginning of um, Snatch where they're... Uh, just talking about um, how people misinterpret the, the Bible and stuff, and he's like, Reuben, will you say something? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, I know the word uh, Meshuggah means uh, crazy, uh, what else? "Schlep" means to, like carry, lug around, Got schle- It's again, it's satisfying, I schlepped it the
1: whole way here, actually, I slept the whole way here, <laughs> I just woke up, <laughs> I slept in my sleep. Ah, uh, all right, all right. I, I
0: I'm fucking uh, what's the word? Regressing? Nah, even more. I'm like deconstructing. What's a what's a better word for that? What's the word in fucking uh, Hebrew or Yiddish? Even better. Wait, kvelting, is that one? That means like to be so like overwhelmed with pride. I think I'm kvelting here. No, I don't know if that's right. And I think schwitzing means to sweat. Schwitzing? I don't know. I I gotta look into it. I'll get back to you. Oi, vey Actually, I just realized I quote that uh intro I quote that movie Snatch all the time, but I quote that intro uh, intro scene a lot where it's like, "Just because it's written doesn't make it so." Another quote I like to use uh Although it doesn't come up very often, is Chris Penn and Reservoir
1: Dogs. He's like, if you torture this guy long enough, he'll tell you who started the fucking Chicago fire, but that doesn't exactly make it fucking so.
0: I fucking love that character, man. He's so fucking good. He just decides out of the fucking blue! He spits so hard, he just looks so fucking nuts. Ah, oh, Fucking love Chris Penn. Um, I love that whole movie. It's a fucking classic. But anyway, my point on that though is torture, like, or, or to get a confession of somebody. If you torture someone long enough, you'll get a confession, or like a lie detector test. What is that gonna fucking prove? That somebody's fucking nervous. Like I remember being interrogated by paramedics. I wouldn't call it an interrogation, but they're doing their intake, whatever. And I was fucking telling them all this stuff, and he's like, the, the one, the new kid, he was training on it was funny too because he was like I was just rambling incoherently and it was really you know a lot to fucking write down and the, the old timer guy would thought it was funny um, but anyway he was like uh, he's like this guy's sweating a lot I'm really concerned this guy's really sweating and I, and I told him I'm like it's because you're interrogating me and it's because I'm telling the truth that's why I'm sweating so hard because it's stressing me out all this truth especially when it comes to your health you know when you're not that healthy and you know it Um, but anyway, fucking, if I were bullshitting and lying, I'd probably be a lot more calm about it. That's why that, among many reasons, is like, what the fuck? Fucking lie detectors are fucked, you know? They're they're just showing you that you're nervous. They're not proving shit. I just noticed on my list of points here, my long, ever long list, the term fixing cereal. It just—I don't know—bothers it me. It's like someone like being like, "I'll fix you some cereal." First of all, fixing anything to eat sounds fucking stupid. It's like I'll fix you some cereal. Like, it's not fucking broken, and if it is, I just like imagine someone with a fucking glue gun reassembling your fucking Cheerios one by one to make sure they're perfect fucking O's. It's absurd. Like, they're not, like, I don't know, the expression fixing. Oh, let me fix you something to eat. Like, you got a bunch of broken fucking parts, and you're fucking reassembling them. I don't know. I don't know why certain things bother me. I get really hung up about silly fucking nonsense. That's how I live my life. I don't know if you guys noticed. Let me guess. You're thinking, well, that's a waste of life. I fucking do stuff, and I'm fucking happy and peaceful. Well, good for you! Oh! <laughs> fuck's sakes I choose to find fault in stupid fucking um, stupid shit what's the word I'm looking for ineffectual I think is the word things that don't fucking matter or have any effect on your life it just I don't know it's it's fun it feels good to be uh just upset about nonsense to point out the foibles of life sometimes okay and and also I don't know why I gotta constantly explain and justify myself but this is what I do here Okay, this is what I do. But anyway, in, ha- in general, I'm a very happy person. It's a beautiful fucking day. I'm very content with a lot of aspects of life. So, uh, you know. You know, I also, when you, when you start getting upset about fucking stupid shit, you, well, one, there's like transference, where you're not dealing with real problems and you're focusing on stupid fucking shit. But the way I look at it is when your life is going so fucking well that you have time and energy to devote for, to getting like fucking worried about the dumbest fucking shit ever you can look at it in that in that light you know it's like fuck I don't have any real trouble so here I am worried about stupid fucking expressions and shit like that It's wonderful it's a beautiful thing anyway I gotta go to the pharmacy so uh, I'm gonna check you out for now y'all take care now it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you all right. Or I'm talking at you, anyway. <laughs> it's not funny. Anyway, another another fun thing to do in life is to laugh at regular conversation as if you just told a joke or heard one. Only nothing humorous has happened at all. And you're just, <laughs> just hey, how you doing? <laughs> not bad. <laughs>
1: Sunny day, <laughs> yeah yeah probably gonna eat some dinner oh yeah me too Uh, pork chops tonight
0: (laughs) anyway yeah so (laughs) all right guys take care i love you all be well